Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 15 of the podcast. And we will be talking all about... We are talking about feminism, we're talking about travelling, we're talking about spirituality, yes, we're talking we about sexuality, self-discovery and travelling, and we're talking and all we're about talking that. about soulmates and a little bit about breakups and stuff like that, getting into all that kind of stuff. We yeah. certainly are, yes, and we'll be doing that with a very special guest, which we will introduce shortly after we've introduced the podcast. Exactly, so yeah. whether you are... Family inside that closet. <laughs> All funny straight your stuff outside that closet. This is the podcast for you. It certainly is. So, Mia, would you like to introduce our very special guest? Yes, so this is a really good friend of mine. Her name is Antonia. And she is, I've known her for a couple of years now. We met online and we've developed a really good connection and a really good friendship and we recently met she also met shelby we had a really good night out we certainly did i got very drunk <laughs> yeah you got very drunk i think we all got very drunk actually i'm not gonna lie but anyway it was how drunk really was you antonia Pardon? how drunk was you i didn't think i was well that's more embarrassing that's <laughs> even more embarrassing <laughs> amazing but anyway i i assume that our connection lives on even after that night and <laughs> and yeah antonia so um shelby we were going to talk a little bit about antonia's journey before we introduce her um yeah definitely so um i think what's interesting about antonia is she discovered her sort of sexuality and her identity as a queer person um on this um you were you were doing some travelling with a boy, actually, yeah. um, and this is where you you know discovered yourself, um, you know, as as the person you are now. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit more in detail about you know how that journey started and and yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was how old was I? Twenty years old, I think. I just started, I was in a long term relationship. And how old are you now? Just so that the I'm twenty three. Okay, yeah. 23 now so I was 20 years old at the time and I was in a long-term relationship with a guy who um, I was living with and yeah we've been together since we were like 16 um, and we decided to go traveling together so we went on this big adventure to Southeast Asia oh, um, wow. which was about five months we spent yeah traveling around Southeast Asia amazing experience wow. um, and I was very much I knew that I was but I identified as bi at this okay, point. Yeah. I knew that I was, like, attracted to women. Um, but it was not something that I'd ever, like, been able to explore. And especially as an adult, because I'd always been in a long-term relationship. So I felt like that part of my identity was a little bit suppressed. Mm. And then, um, yeah, so as I was travelling with my boyfriend, <laughs> it just so happened that um, on a night out that we were on, this random girl just walked up to us and was like... Are you two going to take me home tonight then? <laughs> we were just like, looked at each other. Like, how have we manifested this? <laughs> yeah, okay, then. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first, like, sexual experience with a woman, which was kind of crazy how it all, like, came about. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was wild. Um, but, yeah, it was amazing. And, and that was, like, a very pivotal moment in my journey, not just because of, like, it being my first intimate experience with a woman, but just her as a person she was so amazing and she just reflected all of this stuff back to me that 
I felt I wasn't living authentically in my own life. Okay. Um, and that was, yeah, that was like a very, very pivotal point in my journey. Yeah, no, we can only imagine. I mean, and did do you think that influenced, you know, your ability to move on? Because I know obviously you did move on from that relationship and then you decided to then solo travel. Yeah, I mean, so that experience made me realise how unfulfilled I was. In yeah, really? Well, I already knew that I wasn't happy with this relationship, okay. but it made me realise how much I was missing out on. It was like, I really felt like she opened this door for me to this world that I didn't know that I was allowed access to. And she yeah. was just like, yeah, like giving me permission to like be this person that I'd always wanted to be, but I didn't feel like I could. Um so that really really changed everything and then from that moment on I um, she was the reason why I stopped shaving my armpits okay <laughs> yeah talk to right yeah talk to us a little bit about that so I you know I know you're quite body hair like body hair positive um so so what what, what made you sort of um get into that so you said she was like you know a part of that what what was her experience and or your experience yeah. because of that yeah, I mean, so I had been following Florence Gibbon on Instagram. I don't know who Florence Gibbon is, but she no, was I the first woman that I'd ever seen who had a hairy armpits, and I was like... Okay. Um, having dark hair, like, I'd always been insecure about my body hair. Yeah. From being a child, it was, like, one of my deepest insecurities. Um, and I knew that I needed to overcome it. And I was like, I don't want to be that person that's, like, insecure about the way that my body is. Because I love my body. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be able to be that person that's just confident enough to, like, just be and not worry about what people are thinking about me. Um, and this girl that I met while I was traveling, she was the first woman I'd ever seen with body hair, like, in real life. Like, she didn't shave anything at all. And I was, like, work. I was so in awe of that. And I just had, like, massive respect for her for that. And I thought that was sexy. I was like, what? I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's amazing. Like, and I was like, if I can find that attractive, yeah. then that means people can find me attractive being like that too. Mm. So it was like she just gave me permission to just, to just yeah, to, to, to be authentic. And then I stopped shaving my armpits. And yeah, she was the reason why I did that. And that was like the first decision that I made. That was about you. Journey that was it was just for me, like just in in alignment with my authentic truth. So that kind of started like the. That's amazing because I think it is quite interesting about the body hair because it is a massive. I feel like there is a stigma around it, and I I, I will even put my hands up and say, you know, um, I've learned a lot in the last year, and like my as maturing, you know, I used to think, oh no, I wouldn't find that attractive, you know, and I think a lot of men have that um, like uh, opinion and perspective because yeah. I certainly did as well. I must admit, but I think the more I've matured and the more I've you know explored women, you know, and their bodies and, and talked to people, and I just and... think that you know. It actually is quite a sexy thing and I think you know you're embracing who you are as a human and there is nothing wrong with you know if you want to grow your hair or whatever and I just yeah I think it is a massive stigma so it's amazing to hear you know you're so young and you're you found that and you're embracing that it's, the, yeah. it's amazing I just think confidence is the sexiest thing it so really is what you want to do with your body if you're confident and you own it then that's sexy for me I think 100%. I completely agree yeah, definitely definitely so do you think that moved you on to your more, you know, spiritual self and sort of the, you know, self-discovery and awakening? And, and so you did this sort of solo travelling and, and, yeah, talk about how that happened. Yeah, and just add on about, because I know you talk a lot about purpose and stuff like that and finding your purpose. And, and I know that you have a lot of ideas of what your purpose is. So if you can touch on that as well, that'd be great. Yeah, so I think, um, 
that was like a very, very important point in my journey and that kind of, um, it did spark an awakening for me because it, it made me realise how inauthentic I was living mm. and I was just like, I, I don't want to be that person. Like, I don't want to live my life out, you know, trying to align with other people's expectations. I just want to be able to do what I want to do, like just live my life. So, yeah, I, I came home from travelling my boyfriend I took a few months to just like recalibrate a little bit I was a bit all over the place because I was like oh my gosh my life's just like completely flipped upside down and then I decided to to go back out to Australia on my own um which to be fair it wasn't even really a conscious decision I just felt this call and I just booked a flight and I had no idea what I was going to do when I got there I just knew that I needed to go and I just booked a hostel for like the first week and then I was like I'm just going to discover like I'm just going to see what happens when I get there. And it ended up just being like the most incredible experience of my life. It was the Australian summer. So it was like, um, I went back in November. So this time, two years ago, I think it would have been. Um, And it was just incredible. I went on my own. I I stayed in this hostel. I met so many other solo travellers. I made some of my best friends out there. I fell in love. It was just, it was I can't even describe it to you like it was the happiest I'd ever been and I just felt like I could just completely be myself because there was no I didn't know anyone there no one knew me there yeah so, you, so there was no expectation of who I needed to be I could definitely. just be and people loved me for that and I ended up like making these connections that were just so in alignment um, because of that just you know being authentic so it was like that was a crazy journey um yeah one of the best times of my life that. <laughs> that literally sounds so free. That sounds like yes, like it's just so nice to listen to that. Yeah, I, I feel that. like that is definitely something you should do. Um, you know, when you're young, especially you yeah, in your twenties, like because we were told to just work so hard and to to be career focused and to earn money and to save for a house and you know even me, I've been thinking a lot lately. I mean, shall be thinking about travelling, you know, at some point next year. And, why definitely. are we at such an early age? Yeah, I think there's just so much pressure just at this not, time. To, why are we not focusing on who we are and discovering yeah. who we are and being authentic? We have a lifetime to work so hard and, and, and yeah, this is the time I feel like a lot of people struggle with, um, you know, who they are identity. as a person. Identity. I, I definitely struggle with that and, you know, have done, and most of my friends do as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that is, uh, you know, so inspiring. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for, I think for this is the thing, hear. like, we're, we're so expected to know, like when we come out of school, we're so expected to know what we want to do, but we don't even know who we are. Like, yeah. Exactly. We know what, it's what we want it's to insane. Do, we know ourselves. It doesn't I make sense. Think, yeah. Yeah. And I, think, I just think traveling is such an amazing thing for that because, like I say, you can just you can just be whoever you want to be, and there's no pressure, and it's just like the you you start to to realize what is in alignment with you and what isn't in alignment with you by yeah. just you know living your truth really it's really important definitely I I completely agree and I think environmental factors and other people around you throughout your childhood can maybe influence a person that you perhaps are to a degree but um you know going on your own and exploring that life without those influences can really you know yeah draw yourself to you know your true being which is exactly what you just said so and that is actually amazing yeah, I completely agree. I think it's amazing. And also, having gone with someone else and then going on my own, I can really, like, I really felt the difference between doing that. Like, yeah. And just really just... Because when you're solo travelling, you can just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You have to 
you know, it doesn't matter. You don't have to, you know, listen to what anyone else needs or wants. You can just, if you want to go and climb up a mountain one day, you can go and do that on your own. Do you know what I mean? If you want to wake up at 5 a.m. to watch the sunrise, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and touching on that as well, because obviously you went out there on your own, but you end up obviously falling in love and, and living with someone. And <laughs> you, and that kind she's, of... She's running know, away. <laughs> I don't think I'm back. Don't run away from the country. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, that was so unexpected. I right. didn't expect that to happen at all. And I wasn't that long out of my last relationship. So I wasn't... We met on Tinder, actually. And... Um, I was only meant to be there for two months, so when we met, it was like, yeah, like, I was like, I'm not going to be here for very long, like, let's just have some fun, like, that's all it was, and then obviously we ended up falling in love, but <laughs> oh I knew God. that I was going to fall in love with her before we even met, that was the crazy thing about it, like, I just knew, I just, it, like, my intuition was just like, you're going to fall in love with her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I did, and it was, yeah, it was Oh my smart. gosh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that... <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a crazy experience, like, it she really broke my heart but it also that whole time going back to Melbourne and that relationship and those friendships that I made that sparked my my spiritual awakening definitely yeah and I had a kundalini awakening at that point I it was the first time I started practicing kundalini yoga which okay. um kundalini is basically and I hope I'm not going to butcher this definition but it's basically <laughs> like the coiled um feminine sexual energy that sits at the bottom of the spine and when it's activated it, it like um rises and, and eventually like you know comes, travels up through all of the chakras and out through the crown so activating that kundalini it basically just starts off as like an awakening within you which i definitely experienced at that point and um yeah that was it was it was wild it's hard to explain in words because it's such a yeah, it's a, it's a feeling, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's a feeling, yeah. yeah. It's so, like, beyond words, the feeling. But, yeah, yeah. that was really amazing. I definitely think that, um, you know, I I mean, I've not done the research you've done, but I can definitely relate to that feeling because I think even throughout my breakup, I mean, I was, um, I had to spend a lot of time alone because I'd been in such an intense relationship for so long. And then, you know, before that, I always had my sister. And during the pandemic, I was alone a lot of the time on my own. So it gave me a lot of time to think. And, um, you know, I had this as spiritual you know awakening and this feeling inside me that saw the world in a different light and and I self that I discovered myself so I completely you know resonate with that feeling even though I probably didn't know what it was (laughs) yeah definitely definitely and it is that and I think people think that spiritual awakening is such like a love and light and it's all like rainbows and glitter but it's not Mm, yeah dark and it's yeah like oftentimes you go through a death before you will reawaken and it's it's like so some true. of the deepest darkest periods of your life is the beginning of a spiritual awakening um, Definitely. and it's not until you kind of come out of the other side of it that sometimes realize why you needed to go through all of that shit yeah <laughs> absolutely like, i completely agree and evolve. I mean, I, I I read a book called The Power of Now. You probably, I don't know if you've heard of it, but in that he kind of says that he was at his deepest and darkest time when he came to this spiritual awakening. And, and it's like a, your brain can't, you know, take the darkness anymore and it, and it awakens its own 
yeah. self. I can yeah, completely. I, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can resonate with that though, to be honest with you. I think I did go through a situation, you know, and it did, it was sparked by heartbreak. And I think I was at a hard time in my life. I was halfway through my studies. You know, I, I was struggling, you know, I was had to move because of it. And, you know, actually managed to go through that so much better than I ever thought and imagined that it I'd was be able possible to go yeah. through something like that. And I do feel like actually I found myself so much. I lost myself in that relationship. Yeah, you do. And I really, really come into it. Like, I know who I am as a person. And I think yeah. a lot of people who, whoever's listening to this will actually think, actually, yeah. Like, I, even though I've not done the research, you know, actually, I have actually experienced Maybe it. Maybe I've experienced like, that before, yeah. yeah. But touching on that, well, we're talking about, you know, meeting people and having these connections and obviously, you know, people sparking these, you know, this love and then this heartbreak. Do you think she was your soulmate or do you think you have soulmates and, and what do soulmates mean to you? Yeah, I mean, the fact that I knew that I was going to fall in love with them before we even met, like, That's definitely, it was, it was definitely written in in my tap the tapestry of my life do you know what I mean it, I had to have that experience and I know now that I had to have that experience just for my own personal growth because I wouldn't be this person now had I not gone through all of that um, mm. and I learned so much through all of that pain and and that yeah trauma <laughs> um, yeah it's what so, it is yeah yeah definitely and I, I did soulmate I don't know I, I, I we have so many soulmates I think um I think she, she, maybe she was a twin flame. I don't know. Like it's kind of hard okay. to say, but like it's it's you know very similar thing. But I think we definitely have agreed before we came into this life to meet each other and to help each other on our um, spiritual paths and and to help each other awaken a hundred percent. Because you know what, like you know when you meet someone and you barely even know them, but you feel like yeah them. yeah yeah. And, like, we have to have known each other in another life. Because there's no way that like. We can know each other this well on a soul level without, you know, I've only known like three days or something, but I feel like I know, I've known you my whole life. So I feel like when you have those connections with people, that's how you know that that they're a soulmate or that, yeah. that they've been brought into your life for a reason. Yeah, I think it's always, yeah, it's like a, there's always a purpose or a reason, like you said, for, for that person to... Yeah, so I always say people um, come into our life and I think this is really something interesting to live by really because I think oftentimes we try to cling on to connections that are no longer serving us when really it's just about accepting that you know this person's coming to our life for a reason they've taught us something and if it tries to leave just let it go like it's okay to just thank it for for what it served you at the time that it did and if it's if it's no longer resonating with you and just like be grateful, thank you for what it was, and just let it go. Because um, I think when we try to like take on to things that are not working for us anymore, that's where we create stagnation, and that's where we get stuck, and it's where we like, you know, we uh, for me like it's where I've like spiraled back into depression, and you know, had these really dark times because I'm trying to cling on to something that's not working anymore. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's normal and healthy to shift. Like, we're always growing and changing as people, so it's natural for our connections to do that as well. Yeah, I get that, because, like, I think that's quite difficult for a lot of people, like, to actually, like, accept that maybe that's done now and that, you know, like, to let it go. Like, I don't know, I do find it hard to let things go, 
and people go specifically because when they mean so much or when you've had this connection you're like okay but why is it that it ends now even though we're both still living um and that's not even just with you know partners that's I'm I'm talking about friendships even like you know there are I do have friendships or I've had friendships in the past that you know it's it's we've slowly our lives have grown apart and or at this actually we had a really really great bond we you know we did a couple of things but now actually it doesn't seem necessary to make that you know contact anymore so yeah I do I think that is quite difficult for a lot of people to accept but I also I understand was... what you're saying in terms of you know they were there for that time and then maybe it is time to actually let them go yeah now. and I completely um and I completely agree because I that's exactly what I was thinking when you were saying that was um god you're so right but that is so hard, hard. to accept because you're like and I think that's where mm. you know our human nature and emotions come into it because you, you don't want to accept that the reality is maybe you know they have served their purpose in your life and and maybe it you know it just isn't working anymore because you grow and you develop and you change as a person and maybe that person has become a lot more different to you than than you when you first met um and 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 yeah that is true but do you do you like have an idea of like why as humans do we do we struggle to accept that maybe those relationships have you know done its course do you have an idea or because I always think like you know I want to go with how I feel and if my feeling is to still have that person in my life or fight harder for a relationship because maybe it's harder now um for a friendship or a family relationship anything like that do you have an idea of why why we do that and what maybe could help us to, to accept it a little bit easier? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I think we're social creatures, aren't we? Like, we want to have people around us. We yeah. want to be a part of a group. We want to belong. We want to, like, you know, find our, our people. So I think when connections start to fizzle out, a lot of the time when we're going through big shifts, it, it tends to be a lot of people at the same time. Yeah. Which means that we end up being really lonely at a time when yeah. we need that connection the most because we're changing and we need the support. But I think the best thing that you can really do is, and this is how I try to live my life, is just not force anything. Like, if it's not working naturally, then it's not meant to. If yeah. If it comes, let it come. If it goes, let it go. Um. Because I think it doesn't take away the value of what that connection was at the time. You know, it cause, you know that person might still have a, a very special place in your heart, and they may always do. But as you change and as they change as well, the connection is not the same anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's like trying to force something that's that doesn't exist anymore. For sure. You know? Absolutely, um, I could. Yeah, I completely agree. I just and I, de- I definitely think that comes with um, knowing yourself as a person. I think because you've got to, know, you've got to, you've got to believe in your own intuition and 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 believe that you're doing the right thing all the time and know when something isn't. And I think that's all it's about, about working trusting and, yourself. Yeah, as well, it is isn't about it? Trusting, trusting yourself, your gut, and your. And feelings. I think a lot of things is as well because I always think well. Every relationship, whether it be a friendship or, you know, a sistership or, uh, you know, a girlfriend, um, every relationship is hard. And, and should we just get rid of it? Because when it's hard, when it's hard, because yeah. it's like, do we fight for it? And, and whether then, to know. And I think that just comes down then to I think that comes back to knowing yourself and yeah, if exactly. it's worth fighting for in that moment. Yeah. Is it because you're different or is it because you're going through some changes uh, that you need to adapt hardships, to? Hardships, yeah. Yeah. That everyone goes Someone's through. having a harder time in life than the other and, you know, you need to be there and you're just kind of learning your roles in that t- 
child in that period. Do you, do you yeah, agree? Absolutely. I agree. I think it's not about giving up on connections when they start to get difficult, is it? Because, you know, all yeah. connections go through ups and downs, and yeah. that's just not part of life. But I think it's like, you know, when you can just feel that, I think the best way to, to know it is when, when you see somebody or you interact with somebody and they don't leave you feeling fulfilled or refreshed or re-energised, I think that's when you know that the connection is not serving you anymore. Yeah, yeah. I love that if description, you yeah. after you've seen them or like, you know, you think, oh, that was hard work. Right. I think that's when you know. Yeah, and I think it's when it's a continuous feeling as well, you know. When it happens every time you yeah. see that person again. Yeah then you're like, wow, something here isn't, yeah. isn't serving me anymore. Like, yeah, I like that description. So to, just to go back, I just wanted to go back because I really wanted to just get this in before we go on to the lesbian problem because yeah. we will have to move on really, really soon. Yeah. But I just wanted to touch on, obviously, you know, we've, uh, we all go through heartbreak in our life, you know, whether or not you did end amicably, I don't know how to say that word for some reason, or not. <laughs> But, you know, can you give me a little bit about, you know, because I know that you do a lot of self-reflection and you really go into, you know, coming back to yourself and being able to, to, to make steps to accept the breakup and to move on, essentially, or, and your healing process. I think when you talk to me about that, it's really, you know, I am inspired by that when you talk to me. Can you just touch a little bit about, you know, how do, would you suggest that, well, how did you personally get over it or get through it and what do you think works worked well for you yeah um i thank you for saying that as well i really appreciate that <laughs> um yeah i think i think the, the best thing that you can do is when you're going through the, for me the, the thing that helped me the most was journaling i yeah. started journaling at the same time where i kind of had my spiritual awakening and that has been like my lifeline through all of the shifts and changes because for me it's my safe space where i can express however I'm feeling I know no one else is going to read it so it's completely judgment free and it's just a way that I can just completely um release my emotions like I actually acknowledge the way that I'm feeling and, and with no judgment and just uh, allow it to to be and I think that that's the only way that you can get through these these things is just by feeling allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling at the time because it is valid like if you feel heartbroken yeah if you feel distraught like that's completely valid and you have to let yourself feel that to be able to move on from it um because i think a lot of the time like when you when you feel heartbroken you're like oh my gosh can't wait for this to be over yeah and of course because you don't want to be in that like it's not nice but the more that you try to stop yourself from feeling it the longer that it will just sit dormant and then eventually it will rise so big that it, it causes emotional problems you know yeah like you just have to let yourself feel it and like if you need to cry then just cry and yeah. create a safe space for yourself to just like let it out yeah. um and you'll find that when you when you actually sit with the emotion and allow it to rise allow yourself to just express it exactly how it wants to come out no judgment then eventually, like, it will go, and you'll be like, oh, okay, that was it, cool, I'm not sad anymore, or, like, I'm, I don't feel like I want to cry anymore because it's gone now. Yeah. You know, it might come back, and, you know, that's natural, but it's just, I think, it, just allowing yourself to 
allowing whatever you're feeling to rise when when you're feeling it instead of trying to like push it down yeah there's no shame in 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 letting yourself feel and express that feeling that you're that you're holding down because i think that you're suppressing it does come with like the fear of having to feel that and the shame that comes with having to you know to cry and stuff yeah because i think a lot of people say oh i you know i don't want to feel down i don't want to um seem like this weak person but i think it's a quite a strong thing to do and 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 uh, you know just to release that and feel that pain and and like you said then come out the other side and think actually you know i needed that and and now i'm better so it makes us human to feel these things we're not meant to be just like happy and you know like strong literally all the time. like well, it, we are still strong just because we're sad doesn't yeah we're not strong, but yeah. it makes us human and i think that helps us to connect with other people too because we all go through these things and actually for someone else to see that you're a human with feelings going through a hard time as well it's like okay yeah yeah because i do think the generation i mean maybe our generation is more accepting obviously with mental health generally but i do think that there is stigma towards oh you know um in a professional environment you you can't show that side of you and i think this is you know it's getting silly now we all we are human and we all feel that emotion and then it's time to express that you know we're we're, you know we're having having a bit of a down day today and and that's okay okay. yeah yeah Yeah. and that's absolutely okay. okay i think that's just the thing yeah it's all okay yeah. I love that you you're you're thriving, girl. I just <laughs> I love your perspective. I think yeah, anyone anyone going through a hard time needs to give this podcast a listen. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it has been really really amazing hearing from you and just your story and your perspective on things. And I think even when I speak to you, Antonia, like I always come to you when I'm like ah something's not right or I just need somebody to just tell me something. You know, tell me something oh. good and tell me how to get through this and. And you're always that person, so thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I feel honoured. Not a problem. No problem. problem. But we don't stop here, do we? We don't stop here. (laughs) This is not the end, This is not the end. We've got a few lesbian problems we need to sort out, isn't it? We need to sort some people out, And I feel like Antonia's going to have to help us with this today. (laughs) Aren't you? Because we're very, very good and we're very inspiring, aren't we? We're very wise people, you see. <laughs> okay, and so we've we've get yeah we've we've given um, the responsibility of reading out these these problems to our special guest Antonia. So, so when you're ready, Antonia, hit us with the first first problem. I'm just gonna have some. You enjoy your tea. <laughs> we didn't have. We didn't even have tea That's today. Not like forgot what that feels like right. anyway so, sorry yeah yeah to be fair as well definitely are not the only one you're not the only one i feel personally attacked because i've actually been through this myself um oh god it it hits differently um a hundred percent when you end amicably amicably 
I can't even say it. No, we really can't. When you end mutually and you feel as though it's for different reasons as to maybe not because you don't want to be together, but maybe because you're, you know, like you said, you know. It's not so, working. Yeah and, yeah, and you served your purpose and then you feel as though, well, ouch, you know. You know, you you were you are wanting someone else, but it just weren't me. And I suppose that's the that's the you know hard feeling, isn't it? When you've been with someone for a very long period of time. I mean, personally, I was, and um, and then that person moves on so quickly. You're like, whoa. I think it's hard when someone says, you know, because some, when you're trying to break up with somebody, I can imagine that you know you you, you want to make out that it's not them, right? So you say, okay, well, I want to be on my own, and then they yeah. turn around and a week or two later they're with someone else. So yeah, you, it is it is personal, isn't it? It feels personal, and I had to, um, I've had to let down that feeling of um, not hating this person, but you you know, um, having these harsh feelings towards them because I was so I was hurt by the situation and I hurt by that person I thought well you know you clearly didn't love me and you clearly didn't and did it yeah. and and what I would um, advise um, this person to do is not think like that because what I've had to do and it took me a long time to actually look back at and reflect on the relationship and what was good about it and what I know personally was true about the relationship and as much as I can say well she clearly didn't love me and all of this well she did and and, and that's the truth in the matter and I know that because I was with then I was there and I, yeah. and what I just have to accept is just like and you said, people come across other people and have connections with other people. and Exactly. That is just it how be, it was. It might be worth looking back and actually just accepting the fact that maybe the relationship was going to end either way. Yeah, but and it, wasn't you know, regardless as perfect of if this person moved on with someone or they didn't, the relationship was meant to end. And so, so try to not focus too much on what happened after and how they then went about their life after and how they dealt with the breakup and how they dealt with that. And just look at yourself and, and actually accept the fact that the relationship maybe was just, just meant to end. Yeah, and I agree. And try not focus too much on what, what they, how they decided to move on. What do you think, Antonia? I totally agree with yeah. you. I think, like I say, it's like, you know, when sometimes you just have to kind of accept that it needed to end and when it it needed to end when it did and sometimes that's really hard when maybe you're not ready for it to end but I think eventually we'll see why it needed to end yeah and sometimes it takes you know that healing process for you to go through before yeah. you can see that but um I think you just kind of have to try to not take it personally as hard as that it is, is so it's hard not to about you it doesn't change the connection that you had it doesn't change the love that you had for each other it's they've moved on and that's that's their journey now, you know, and you still have your journey and I'm sure that you'll meet beautiful people that you'll have even more amazing connections with. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. You just put that. it so perfectly every so time. Perfectly. <laughs> um, I, I think that's amazing advice and it's very true and I think the first thing to think about is when you're... Um, uh, when you're going through this journey and this process of, of getting over someone and accepting it is for what it is, is yeah, is is that key word is acceptance yeah. because I, it took me a year after my breakup to finally have that acceptance and that was that was when you know the actual the the heart the the overcoming the, the heartbreak healing the process healing process begun, yeah. actually begun was that when I just actually accepted that. Yeah, we are broken up, and and it is it is what it is. Um, yeah. so so get there as soon as you can. It's hard, isn't it? But that is the first step acceptance, like I say. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Well, let's let's move on then, Antonia. We've got another one, haven't we? Okay. This one's a little bit longer. Oh, go on. So this is a dilemma on behalf of a friend. Let's call her Megan. 
Um, Megan is currently in a relationship with a guy, who, and they've been together for a few months. She's currently feeling confused about her sexuality. Um, Megan is finding it quite hard being with a straight guy when having these feelings towards women, um, specifically um, in like desires and feelings about being intimate with women. Um, however, when she's with him, she feels so comfortable and happy to explore sex, then it leads to her having lesbian sexual desires and she feels bad. On a side note, Megan has had a close intimate female relationship a few years ago but hasn't explored since. What words of wisdom can you guys recommend? Yeah. Antonia, over to you. That's a tricky one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've, I've been through this so I can maybe shed some light. But yeah. It's hard, isn't it? When, when, you, when you're in a relationship, although it might be, you might be comfortable with that person and you might... Um, you know, be willing to explore with them. You might have a beautiful connection, but you're feeling like you're not quite fully fulfilled. Something's missing, and you want to explore more. Mm. It's really difficult. I think. I think the best thing that you can do is just try to openly communicate that to your yeah, partner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if they, you know, if they if they love you and if they're willing um, to to for you to kind of explore your own identity, and for, if they want you to be fulfilled, then like you know. It might be worth just, you know, saying like, I, "This is what I, this is how I feel. This is what I really want to explore. I feel like I'm not fulfilled fully in this connection as the, the way it is. Um, you know, would it be a, would you be willing to let me explore that on my own? Um, and if if not, then maybe it's time for that connection to end. And if they are, then amazing. Maybe you can navigate that together. Um, but I think it's just about open communicating. I think that's yeah. Yeah, because these, yeah, the desires aren't going to go away, are they? And you know, I think it's it it means that she's either going to have to communicate that, or she's just going to keep going on the way she is. Yeah, and I think it is key to you know um, think about all avenues that that this conversation could take and 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 there could be a possibility that this person isn't going to understand and 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 not be so open and 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 supportive and 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 i would feel quite threatened by you know my partner wanting to explore that and 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 that's just the truth but i think um you know like you said everyone's journey is their own and i think that she has to yeah accept how she feels and 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 bring up that conversation and deal with what's meant to be for her will be yeah, I think if it's arising for you, it's because you need to acknowledge it. Yeah. And you need to explore it. So if, if you feel that, then I think you've just got to go for it. If your partner's not willing to open the relationship in that way, then maybe it's time for you to, to you know, go on that journey on your own. And Absolutely. And explore that for yourself, yeah. As hard as it might be sometimes, because I just think if you don't do that, it just causes resentment in the relationship. Exactly. And I can say that I have done that for far too many years in my past relationships, and it's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I think so what we've concluded here is Mia, what have we concluded? I don't know, I can't read your mind. Communication <laughs> Communication is yeah. great. Is key. We always key. say that. Communication is key. Uh, and that brings us to the end of episode fifteen. It's been it's been great. 
It's actually been a pleasure to hear your perspective, uh, Antonio. I'd say that this is probably like the most deep conversation we've personally had. On the uh, podcast, yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah. And I mean, we, YouTube, I mean, yeah, because yeah, we've gone out together and stuff and we have spoken and obviously, you know, I hear a lot from Mia about, you know, um, the person that you are and you sound amazing. But it's been really nice to I haven't to told hear. all your secrets. <laughs> only a few. Only a few shared. Joking. <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, she doesn't tell me everything. No, but um, that's fine. I'm quite an open brain, I don't mind. But yeah, no, it's been lovely. Thank you for having oh, bless me. Thank you for just the, these topics. Of course, of course. And thank you, everyone, for watching. And if you'd listening like to get your well. listening, sorry, yeah. Um, and if you'd like to get your um, lesbian problems in, just uh, Instagram us at yeah. Gossip in the Closet. And you can. Um, Here's you, some topics, or if you think you'd be a guest, a good guest, then you know. You listen, we're open to people coming and sharing their stories. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And um, yeah, and that brings us to the end of episode 15. Yeah. Thank you very much for watching. Make sure and that you follow Gossip in the Closet and that you message us, messages and, talk to us. <laughs> and you listen. All right, see ya. Thank you. Thank you. I'm waving at the. <laughs> <laughs>